You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson and producer Shell in Newcastle, Lawson in Melbourne, and I am in Mickley? 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 I'm not sure where I'm at, actually. It's a, it's, a whole prob- it's a whole problem. I think it's Mickley. Mickley, Finland. I'm in Finland near this place. It's called Koivako. It's cold, and I'm where I'm rugged up. It's getting colder and colder by the minute. Because over I, here, it's almost midnight. <laughs> I'm in a cold place, too, uh, where it's supposed to be summer, but it's not. Welcome to Victoria. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a good, it's actually, the weather here has been crazy. Like, it'll it's be been like a weird summer in Australia. 37 for sure. degrees, and then the next mm-hmm. day will be like 19. Wow. Like, it's, That's it's weird. insane. But today, it's, you know, looking like high pressure system, you know, nice and sunny. So good. Time. Looking good. You know, it's interesting. I've, I've been talking to a couple of people who have lived both in Australia and Finland mm. and unequivocally, they say the coldest that we've ever been was in Australia. Yeah. Interesting. For sure. But, because- but they were saying it's in the house. So when they come yeah. in the house, they would wake up in the house. And the houses are, no offense, Australia, but what I'm hearing from the international crew, not enough insulation. Yeah, it's because uh, we also don't have central complain. heating here. 100%. Yeah, it, for the most part. Oh, we've got, we've got a Wisconsin uh, yeah. native. Uh, yeah, we don't, because we don't do central heating. Like, that's the big one. Um, the only place that really does central heating that I've seen in Australia is near the snow. Like if you go to, especially like Canberra, like I know people from Canberra, they do central heating, but in my house, we've, we just got like one air con for the whole house. That's it. Yeah. I was talking to some like local Finns and like, Oh, we were freezing in Australia and in the house we'd wake up and it was the coldest we've ever been. And they're from here. And okay, I, that you. might be an over-exaggeration, but well, it is not an over-exaggeration. <laughs> I think it's the I think it's the reaction to how cold it is inside the building. That's the issue. That that's like the shocker. It's like how is this possible in Australia? Because when you think of Australia, you know, I I think of like summer barbecues, kangaroos boxing each other, you know, surf days by the beach. I don't think about it being cold, but there's places in Australia that it's very cold. You know, it is. So, but speaking of where it could potentially be cold. We have this, what am I, uh, this next question, this next, not question, sorry, clue for the quiz. Here we go. Elihu told Job that God speaks to men while they slumber upon this, but men may not perceive it. Ah. Okay, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text our prizes for this week. We've got the Great Controversy Fountain View Concert DVD, as well as Jesus at the Helm, a 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle, which we promise we will give you all of the pieces. If not, we might take one away so that then we have to come and complete the puzzle for you. I wish that I could... I wish I could read some of the answers, but then it would give it away what it is or what it isn't. Mm-hmm. But some of these are hilarious. I just want to say. who told Job that God speaks to men while they slumber upon this, but men may not perceive it. 0491-064-669. So I just want to shout out. We got a few text messages that have come in today. Bruce and Liz, great guess. That is not the answer. Uh, Sky also uh, texted in, nope, that's not the answer either. Suzanne, 
Nope, not the correct Man, answer. Rain. Sorry, it's also not the right answer. But Freco, you got it. Shut That's up. correct. That's correct. Dude, people are struggling. This is good. Karen, is good. sorry about this, but you did not get the correct answer. Sky texts in, and she's talking about this toilet that, uh, or the room that we were talking about with the, the <laughs> rental space. Yeah. She says, toilet, shower, kitchen. Hope no one eating. Hope no one's eating breakfast. <laughs> so, so there's a there's a divide between the shower area and the kitchen area. But the kitchen area is also where the single bed that takes up eighty percent of the room is. And then above the bed, this is this is in Newcastle. Like above the bed, then there's a bunch of shelves where he's put his clothes and like like a hanger. So they they're using a bit of verticality. They're using the space there. But yeah, I helped Goody. him move in and it was wild. I'm like, my, it's my friend Kango. I'm like, Kango, bro, this is, this is, have you ever been in a room this small, even in Japan? He's like, nah, dude. Living, living that hard student life. I will say to you, like, who needs square footage or square meterage when you can just go up? Yeah, that's you know? right. Like, I could just imagine like being in this tiny little room, but it has like fifteen foot ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got shelves. Oh, we don't shelves. Do that. We're just, just like boom, a ladder as well. Triple bunks, baby. You got a bunk out. <laughs> no problem. Uh, they, that would be pretty wild. I have actually seen. Have you ever seen a uh, a bunk couch? No, it's like a two story couch. So there's a couch on the bottom and a couch on the top. That's amazing. So not like a bunk bed, it's a bunk couch. That's awesome. Kind of so actually everyone can cool. have a good vantage point for the TV. Yeah, except well, yes and no, because some people are gonna have little feet hanging in their face. Oh, that's why you lie on the couch. What are you talking about? Or oh, you got the reclining you double get recliners. Bunk, you get, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Bunk recliners. That's, dude, that sounds like the best way to watch the Super Bowl. Seriously. Actually, that's a genius idea. Maybe we can fashion, we can rig something together here in Finland to watch yeah, that. That's, that's right. Fun. <laughs> uh, Sky also texts that apartment actually sounds illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the other side of it because because it's in this kind of complex of these tiny rooms. I'm like, is this is this? Are you saying like room? emotionally complex, or it's like a complex that they're living in? Because it definitely is emotionally complex to live in something. Yeah, like I think I think that there would be s- some severe trauma that would need to be you know worked out with Jennifer Skews uh, afterwards. So little double entendre there. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, Sky Janelle. You actually got the answer correct. Oh, Absolutely. look, finally. Another text, another text message. Ha, I think some of us are beyond help within the dating realms. I mean, myself, <laughs> I'm just learning to be content in all situations. P.S. You want to see relationships at play? Just go into a Kmart or Myers and watch couples. Kind of makes me glad I'm single. True. Robot, robot strong arm, monkey emoji holding the face with the eyes, like the say no evil thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. No. Little insights from our listeners about the single life. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a journey. Uh, Braden texts us: houses in Australia are both hotter and colder yeah. in the houses. The building standards for insulation is, and I quote, pretty rubbish compared to other developed nations. Mm-hmm. So, are we saying that we're an underdeveloped? nation when it comes to building uh yeah, we're, I, we're, we're pretty third world apparently 
You know, I will say this. Oh, let me say this. Australian houses look really nice. Like Mm -hmm. there's a little style to Australian houses. You got your Queenslanders up north in Brisbane, but uh, you got some like the little kind of the wraparound veranda out in the bush in the snowy river. You know, you've got your kind of your, your bush house in the outback. I've seen those as well too, like in the middle of nowhere. But in general, I actually like the Australian style houses and the new ones that are coming out as well too. I actually, I kind of like the new Australian style house, but yes, I would agree with Braden. It's shocking that we have such an amazing country in Australia and we can't figure out insulation. Like, it, it, I just like, how is that not possible? Like, I just don't get it. It's, it's like, you know what happens is this is what I actually think is happening. They just pretend that it doesn't get cold. Oh yeah, show me, me, right? That's actually me. Like, yeah. that's how you get through it. It's 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 a mind game that you can win. <laughs> you too can win the mind game of cold and hot on Faith FM. That's right. That's right. It's about it's about mental resilience. Uh, something that we that we should pray for. Absolutely. And uh, something that, in a roundabout way, we could potentially be talking about today as we as we get into our Bible study. Yeah, no, absolutely, for sure. But before we do, text us at 0491-064-669 if you have any comments about the buildings here in Australia and or not just the buildings, if you know a way to fix the insulation issues that is plaguing our buildings in Australia as well too, Texas. Or for anything, if you want, if you want, uh, apparently we're a single dating service as well, too. Uh, for <laughs> no, we're not. Interview. No, we <laughs> are not. Okay. Uh, wait, that's, that's not our Oh, thing. we're not. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought we were. <laughs> From what Blair was saying, I was like, we have to be, obviously. I'm, uh, there's no other solution. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. Faith FM, where we are not a dating service, mm-hmm. we actually study the Bible, which helps us to make better choices about our dating uh, situation as well. Yeah, that's too. something I can agree with. That, that you can absolutely. agree with that? We can we handle are that. a Bible study service, which will enable you to make better decisions in regards to your relationship life. Something I just realized as well, too, with the time differences, it's actually Tuesday over here for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, but you're we're, in Wednesday. We're deep in Wednesday. You're t- wait, you're talking to us from the past. I, I am. I'm doing the <laughs> breakfast show last night for dinner. Yeah, that's <laughs> the awesome. breakfast show last night uh, live from Finland. That's right awesome. here on Faith FM. We are going to get into our next uh, our next day on the Bible study, mm-hmm. the 20 million movement Bible study that we love to go through here on Faith FM. I actually like this. You know, some people complain about it, but I think it's so cool that you can go anywhere in the world and follow along this uh, particular uh, Bible study, the 20 million movement Bible study. And people all around can join in and follow along from any country and be on the same page uh, and study the same topics collectively as a church i think it's actually a brilliant move and it's really really cool the topic today is how to get out of debt okay Mm. so yesterday i actually have a text message i want to read from yesterday about the very end of our uh of the very end of our uh, text messages and also our bible studies yesterday 
Skytech said, this is quite hard these days to not be a borrower. I have a student loan that grows with interest. I didn't really understand it when I joined the course, but I'm glad I did it. You know, it's in Christian counseling. And if you need another car, most of us don't have the surplus of money to go and get one. So I know I'll have to borrow from a finance company. Oh, this is a really good point. So yesterday we were kind of talking about how God doesn't want us to be stuck in debt. He doesn't. Like he wants us to be the lender and not the borrower. Now, I want to be clear. It's not a sin to borrow money. Okay. It is not a sin to borrow money. So that's not what we're saying here. But what God's design for us is that we would be in a place where we don't have to be continuously borrowing money uh, with everything that we do. We also live in a society where people are like happy to get a credit card and then go buy tacos on that credit card. That's bad. You do not want to get tacos (laughs) on credit. Like, yeah, like go, do not be in debt for tacos, right? Mm -hmm. That's a bad for sure. There are some purchases out there that I believe are what we would call assets, uh, and what for an asset. So let's, let's just break this down here real quick. An asset is something that puts money into your pocket. Mm-hmm. A liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. So a couple examples. Uh, if you go and buy Nike Air Jordan ones on you know, on a credit card and you're, that's not an asset. That's a liability because those shoes are not putting money into your pocket. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go and buy an Airbnb home and you're renting it out, that becomes an asset. So a home that you live in can actually be a liability because it's taking money out of your pocket, but it can also be an asset as well too, because it accrues a value over time as well too. So it's a little bit complicated, but on a very simplistic level, you want to have assets, not liabilities. And if you have to go into debt, it is better uh, to go into debt for an asset, not for a liability. Now, yeah. a big one that people go into debt for all the time is for a mortgage. Like that's a very common thing. And through capital gains and through long-term investment with a house, that actually can become an asset if you pay it off. And you have a place to live where you don't have to pay a monthly mm-hmm. or weekly uh, rent for your accommodation. So I just want to be clear. I actually have that sentiment that Sky was saying, like, it is tough out there. Like, it's it's difficult to never go into to debt to be able to get anywhere moving forward because that's the way the system ha- works now. Like, it's designed to get you into debt because debt equals money for the lender. Right. Mm. So the more the bank can lend, the more money it makes. You want to say something, Lawson? Yeah, I think one of the verses from today's Bible study, Proverbs 22 and verse 7, it says, The rich rules over the poor and the borrower is a servant to the lender. I think that there is debt that actually enables freedoms. Like, for example, to go into debt to buy an asset like a house, which creates wealth uh, because, you know, it just hatch- uh, houses naturally, they appreciate uh, my dad bought a house last year. He bought it with a mortgage and that house has already significantly, he's, he's done a bunch of renos on the house and it's significantly increased in value and is making him money. So the debt that he went into is actually enabling him freedom to not be a servant to the lender. Uh, whereas what we can see here, the principle is if you go into debt and become a servant to the lender, uh, and by servant to, of the lender, I'm not saying that you literally become a slave to that lender, but if you go into debts that are, you know, not very purposeful and not, you know, you're 
unable to service and you become a slave to the debt itself, uh, then it's not a good way to go. Like, I, you know, I'm currently studying my degree. I have just taken on a bunch of student loans, but simultaneously it's like, you know, the system we have in Australia is that those, you know, the hex debt, um, it, you know, is paid out through tax and you're not necessarily completely, you know, won't ruin your life. Um, you know, it doesn't control your life, whether you have a hex debt or not. And in fact, it will actually enable me to be able to not only pay off that debt, but then provide to get a job on faith FM to get a job, to provide for my future family, that kind of thing. And so God isn't being arbitrarily restrictive. He's giving us good advice. He's saying, Hey, if you know, debt is something that ruins people's lives. And so, especially when it's debt for things that don't give anything of long-term value. Yeah, that's right. And I'm sure there are thousands and millions and millions upon people who of people who can attest to that about how debt did ruin their lives for the wrong reasons. Uh, and you can say, you know, you can put yourself in debt doing all kinds of terrible things, whether it's you know, gambling or um, yeah, just, just, just many, many, many expenses that you can go into debt for and it can, it can ruin your life. But that's the thing is, yeah, God isn't being arbitrarily restrictive. God wants us to be free. And, and I think, you know, as we've been talking about throughout this week and throughout the Bible study, when in regards to our finances, like who are we to respect first who are we to honor first with our finances it's god and he's wanting to lead and guide our paths so that we don't end up in that bondage all right so if you are in debt here is a quick outline to help you begin a Mm. debt elimination process so let's say you find yourself in debt and you're like how do i get out of this this is not what i want to be this is not where i want to be the loan sharks are chasing me down they're going to kidnap my children you know how are we going to solve that that went dark real quick uh but (laughs) yeah that's uh that is one scenario that can take place so let's let's do the (laughs) the premise here of uh a debt elimination process so step one (laughs) well first off the premise is like a commitment to god to be faithful in returning his holy tithe to access his wisdom and blessing he is Mm -hmm. eager to bless those who obey him so remember that as well too we want to Follow God's financial instructions. Here is step one, to declare a moratorium on additional debt. So when you're in this place that you have made the decision to finally say, okay, I'm out. I don't want to be in debt anymore. I don't want to do this. I don't want to allow the debt to control me, to rule over my life. You got to declare a death sentence on additional debt to say no more will I go into debt anymore. So no more credit spending. If you don't borrow money, you can't get into debt. So if you don't borrow any more money, you can't get further into debt. That's the important point to remember. So as you make the decision to say, hey, step one to get out of debt is to say no more additional debt. So no matter how much debt you're in, say from this point forward, I'm not going to get into any more additional debt. Step two is to then make a covenant with God that from this point on, as he blesses, you will pay off your debts as quickly as possible. So step one, saying no more additional debt. Step two, saying from this point forward, I'm going to be intentional about paying my debts off, whatever they may be. Maybe it is for your car, maybe for your house, maybe for uh, the credit card that you built up for a trip to Bali or something. Whatever the thing is, from this point forward, making the decision to say, okay, 
I'm not going to get into any additional debt and I'm going to pay off all my other debts. I'm going to make a, a promise to myself and to God that as he blesses, I'm going to pay off my debts as quickly as possible. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. With Blake and Lawson and Shell on the production platform behind the scenes thank you shell for giving us a thumbs up we're always ready to go when we see that thumbs up Mm. we are going through a debt elimination process through the bible with our encounter with god time and i'm excited about that but before we continue with step three we need to recap step one and two but before we can do that we need number five for 100 points the clue for the quiz. If you want to get on the way to eliminating debt from your life, um, if you answer the quiz questions correctly and you win the prize, you just get things for free. So, you know, you don't have to think about going into debt or spending any money. We'll just, we'll just give you things. <laughs> but hey, uh, 0491064669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to this clue. Now, all the clues so far have been going towards the same answer. But now we're getting really easy. This is our final clue for today. So you guys can get in. Here we go. Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law while she was lying on this. If you know what Peter's mother-in-law was lying on when Jesus healed her, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. You will go into the draw to win our amazing prizes for this week, which is the Great Controversy DVD concert by Fountain View Academy. As I said yesterday, one of the world-leading orchestras slash, you got world-leading orchestras slash choirs in the world, Jesus at the helm as well, a 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle, will give you those things for free. You don't need to worry about going into debt for those. We're just going to give them to you. 0491-064-669. Get your answers in so that you can be in the draw for those at the end of this week. Thank you so much, Lawson. We have been talking about how to get out of debt. We've mm-hmm. recognized that God doesn't want his people to be in debt. We do want to recognize that debt is sometimes uh, an unfortunate tool to get us out of one situation to another situation that sometimes we find ourselves needing to get into, which is unfortunate, but I recognize and understand it's part of life sometimes. And it's not a sin to get into debt, but we don't want you to stay in debt, right? Mm. We don't want you to be caught in this trap for the rest of your life. Mm. So a way to get out of debt after you make the decision to say, hey, you know what? I don't want to be in debt anymore. I've been there. It's it's not as fun as it it seems on the TV. (laughs) And I've made a decision to say, I don't want to do this anymore. That's really fun on TV. TV. (laughs) Yeah. So much fun. That was just like so exciting, but nope, it's actually the opposite of fun. So step one is to declare a moratorium or a death sentence on additional debt. No more will you go into additional debt. So you got to stop taking any more credit out for your spending. So that's step one. Step two, to make a covenant with God that from this point forward, as he blesses, you will pay off your debts as quickly as possible. Now, this step is probably the most crucial. Just before we continue on the steps, I love what the Bible study has outlined so far and what we've been looking at, because there are many Christian groups out there that would say the way out of debt is to name and claim that God should completely service that debt 
and it will just disappear. Uh, and and that that comes from a, like a lot of prosperity gospel movements. They're like, hey, you know, just just claim that God will make you rich, and if you have enough faith, then you'll get rich, and all your debts will be gone. Because it's clear that the Bible doesn't want us to be in debt. But what we can see here from our Bible study is that God is giving us practical steps to be able to realistically service debt. You know, God isn't acting like a credit card himself. Uh, no, we should go into all of these steps with a genuine heart that is submitted to him. Um, but he he's wanting to give us practical steps so that we can make good choices, you know. And uh, I've heard Lyle tell this story before about, you know, um, some people standing at the front of a house. He was walking through a new housing estate, saw some people standing at the front of the house praying. He walks up to them. He says, hey, you know, you guys are praying. What are you praying for? And uh, they said, hey, well, we, we, we heard a church on the weekend. Um, if we pray, you know, God will give us what we want. And so we decided to come and pray for this house that the family that live in it currently would just vacate and God would give it to us for free, you know. Um, but God isn't wanting to be our sugar daddy. Uh, God is wanting to instill in us good values and principles to live praise by. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's you right. want to be that. Yes. Yeah, praise God. You know, God God is a, a realistic God. God is wanting to grow our character. And what what is a good thing for our character? Realizing that we don't need to get into needless debt and being good stewards of our wealth. That is the lesson that God is wanting to teach us. Now, he also is wanting to bless us, like in a real supernatural sense. But it's it, but we can also be blessed through following his principles. So let's go into the third and final one. I just wanted to say that. I felt compelled, like, wow, this is awesome that God is actually wanting to educate us, not just, you know, take away all of our bad circumstances. No, for sure. Have you heard of the word windfall? Do you know what that windfall. is? Yeah. Uh, Shell, have you heard of this word? Windfall? I think it means, and I could be wrong about this, is when you kind of come into like something good, like some, some little extra cash that you weren't uh, thinking about what happened. Uh, maybe could you check that for us, Shell, uh, on Google? Uh, I just, I, I think that's what it is. I'm not 100% sure, but Essentially, if you find yourself coming into some money, when God blesses you financially, make sure you use the money to reduce the debt that you're in. So if you're in debt and then money comes in, don't just be like, all right, we're off to Fiji. Yeah, Like that's <laughs> not the decision to make when you're in debt. You want to make a decision to say, hey, this money that has come in, this windfall, and I think it is a windfall, use it to pay off the debt. And that's a really crucial point. Like, don't just say, hey, we got money. Now we can do whatever we want. Shell, it looks like you have an answer for us. Are you ready to share? A windfall is a sum of money which you can receive but not have worked for. Yeah, okay. So that is yeah. that is exactly what I was talking yeah. about. So yep, yep. a windfall is like money that comes in. You didn't really work for it. You don't know where it came from, or you might know where it came from. That's not the point of knowing or not where it came from, but it just comes not from a result of effort, but just because like from a, a bunch of different reasons, you can find a windfall. Now, when that does happen, don't use it to go and have a shopping spree, you know, at the Westfield, the closest Westfield, like, no, go and use it to pay off the debt. Uh, so that's a really important point. Step three this is the hands-on practical part. So make a list of all your debts from the largest to the smallest in descending order. So all the big ones up on the top and the little ones down on the bottom. And so for more, like usually most families either have like a home mortgage or something that's real big up there at the very top. And then a credit card or personal debt is then towards the bottom. 
then you want to start making a minimum payment, uh, at least the minimum payment every month on all those debts starting from the top all the way to the bottom, but then trying to pay off the ones on the bottom as soon as possible. And this creates what's called a snowball effect. There's a, a wonderful book out there by a, a Christian man uh, in, uh, I think he's in North Carolina, but he's in America anyway, Dave Ramsey, a really great uh, author. He writes a book called Total Money Makeover. And he kind of goes into this even a little bit more, this snowball effect that can take place when you're actually Pay you line up and you're paying all your debts off, but then you're you're trying to pay off the little ones more. And then when you pay the little ones off, you put the same money that you're putting towards that, towards the minimum payment that you're making on the other debts, and then all of them get paid off as you keep going down. And as the little debts get all paid off, you get you find yourself that all you have left is your mortgage, and then you can pay your mortgage off because you're having a bigger payment because you're paying all of those same payments that you were making in the first place. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty powerful move, that snowball effect. Mm. So we, I hope that is encouraging. Basically, step one, make the decision to say no more additional debt. Step two, make a covenant that from this point forward, you will pay your debts off as quickly as possible. And step three, create the snowball effect where you pay off the little debts and the big debts, and then all the debts can get paid off practically one step at a time you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different it's all around the world but coming at you live here in australia we have some text messages that i want to read as well too but maybe before that before even we get into the text messages because i really want to but I, i i need to know i need to know the answer to the quiz lawson all right like i just i need to have it the answer to the quiz is bed. So if we make our way through some of the clues here, Ishbosheth Saul's son was killed while laying. He's on he's on his bed. Uh, no one lights a lamp and hides it in a jar or puts it under his bed. Uh, Ahab went home, lay on this, and sulked after Naboth refused to sell or trade his vineyard. Now this is a funny story. He's like Naboth, give me your vineyard, and Naboth says, um. No, the Lord forbid uh-huh. that I should give you the inheritance of my ancestors. He's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not selling you my vineyard. Um, because, you know, each, each, like the plot of land were, were divided within Israel and were belonged to a family, which it would return to that. after 50 years. But he's like, I'm not selling you my inheritance from my ancestors. And, and Ahab was so upset that he went home and just jumped into bed and just cried about it. Then his wife was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, it's so funny. <laughs> Jezebel is like, dude, what, what is your problem? And then Jezebel's like, I'm going to solve this. And then gets the, you know, gets a bunch of dudes to stone Naboth, which is kind of yeah, sad. I wouldn't say it's solved, but uh, it was bad. But <laughs> it's just, it's, it was bad. What, what you see right there is just, Toxic couple vibes. You know, it's an, it's a, it's a area you don't want to be in. Uh, then we have here Elihu told a Job that God speaks to men while they slumber upon their bed, but men perceive it, may perceive it not. So people receive dreams, instructions from God while sleeping, but they might not perceive it. And finally, Peter's mother-in-law, she's lying in the bed and Jesus comes in and heals her. So amazing, amazing things. And now for me, you know, I, I, Woke up, got out of bed this morning, had a fantastic sleep, came here on Faith FM to talk about how it is that God is wanting us to solve the problem of debt. 
which we have been talking about. Yeah, good point. We got some text messages here as well, too. Braden follows up with his uh, basically complete destruction of the Australian insulation housing market uh, with haha. And there is the problem. They spend too much effort and cost making them look good, but they're not functional. Mm. But insulation doesn't just help in the cold. It stops them getting hot in summer as well, too. That's a good point. I was thinking maybe mm. they don't insulate because it's so warm. But no, I don't know. The ins- insulation is just good always, no matter what. Over-insulate people. It's mm. it's a real deal. I'm, I'm pretty insulated right now. I'm wearing my long johns. <laughs> that is a game changer. Long wearing, johns are a game changer. I'm, I'm here well, living Australian summer life. Bruce texted in, and, and this Bruce is a man. He is an Australian man, a man of Australian spirit and stature and courage. Bruce says Australian housing makes you tough. Okay, we don't overachieve at the Olympics every year because we live in soft houses. <laughs> all right, we do because because our housing makes us tough. Wow, so, that's a hot take. We are good at sports. In Australia, because our houses are the worst. Our houses are terrible. Actually, that's a take I'm willing to take. I I, I, I see direct correlation causation. I I definitely see that for sure. That's that's more than correlation. That's a causation. (laughs) Uh, Wayne texts in, good morning, blessings team. Blake and Lawson, just a thought. A day is sunset to sunset. So, Blake, if it's a midnight in Finland, you'd be in Wednesday now. Same as us. Yeah, you're, you're a Love you guys. No, that's true. And then he says, no, this one's interesting. He says, so black, that means you're on the dark side of Wednesday and we're on the light and the lights or uh, a Wednesday. Pretty funny. But then he goes, wait a second. So Blake, that means you're on the dark side of Wednesday and we are on the light side of Wednesday. Sorry, Shell. I was speaking into Apple Watch and Siri sends mixed messages. Oh, come on, Siri. How are you? Thank you for your patience. You know what? I use Siri all the time uh, to send mixed messages, not on purpose, but I definitely do send mixed messages on accident when I'm texting. So, Wayne, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. I, I sympathize with you. And I guess I am in Wednesday as well, too, because I definitely go for that sunset to sunset mode. The problem is the sun's only out about eight hours a day here. The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson and Shell. And we are coming at you live from all different parts of the world, pinpointing right here on Faith FM, which is an app that you can download on the Apple Store, and you can listen to us wherever you are around the world, from Finland to Australia to California to Brazil. You can find your way on Faith FM. Don't forget to talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ.
Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.